Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. Hi, it's Hal Anderson. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Friday, fun day with Fiona Odlum. We're going to have some laughs and we're also going to get the latest polling in federal politics from Mike College at Ipsos and CJOB's Jeff Courier will join us to break down the polling. All coming up here on the podcast. Please rate the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. And now, the podcast. Happy Friday fun day with Fiona. Fiona Odlum joins us now. Hey, Fiona. Hey, buddy. How How are are you? you? Good. Excellent. I'm great. Can't wait for the weekend. I know. Me too, right? This week was a bit intense. It was around here too. Yeah. How come? What what happened with you? (laughs) Well, I don't know. I was sort of keeping tabs on what was happening in Winnipeg. Hey, yeah, you and I well, were texting yes. all week long. No, I know. Yes. Yeah, crazy week. Uh, crazy week, yeah. yeah. So uh, let yeah. me ask you a question. We just talked to Jeff Braun about, and we took some phone calls on this. What <laughs> is a movie that you know is trash, but you love it anyway? Well, it has to go without saying. My favorite movie of all time, Meatballs. Meatballs. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> that, that movie was a movie that made me fall in love with Bill Murray, like, yes. oh my gosh, it's, and you know, people, people laugh at me about it all the time, and you know what, I love it so much that the, lo- like, the, the part when Bill Murray falls in love with the other camp counselor, uh-huh. like, you know, like, the movie montage with all the, the love music, <laughs> yes. that was my first dance at my wedding. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A good Canadian artist, Terry Black, R.I.P. Oh, man. Uh, the song is called Moon Dust, and I love it. Gee. Okay, well, let me get into some relationship stories that I've got on okay. the table for us okay. here this week, then, because mm-hmm. you've sort of set the table nicely uh, for us. So let, let's get into this. Um, they have done a study. Fiona, as you know, they'll do studies on anything. They have done a study. <laughs> they actually talked to a 1,000 adults about this. How long you wait to fart in front of your partner? <laughs> uh, for me, it was boom, second day. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> oh, well, yes. I think it was actually the, the night we met, and it was over dinner, and she no. said, "She said, what's that?" And I said, "Get used to it." And. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. I don't even think about this stuff. But they've done this study. They talked. Let me just give you some interesting numbers. They talked to a thousand adults about this. Both men and agree you should wait. And both men and women agree you should wait nine months before farting in front of your new partner. Yeah, apparently that will make you sick on the inside. I agree. And I don't. I don't know about you, but like sometimes, like when I get in stressful situations, I get super gassy. Do you? And then like the whole like and okay, listen, I can't be the only person that has had this like the second you go for a massage and you lay down you're like oh great <laughs> oh this here is, we go this is T- central this is tmi way <laughs> too much information uh no, I, but I, it's the truth though yeah. like you know like you're walking to go to the massage you're like oh i don't have to fart if i you know you're in your car get that out before yeah. you get in there can i tell you a like, funny oh, story about good. my mom i'll tell you what as a kid growing up my mom would uh you know head for the bathroom and all the way she'd be going <laughs> <laughs> And as a kid, I'm going, oh, my gosh, Mom, control yourself, right? And now I get up and I, I walk and I do the same thing my mother did. And no. Yes. 
but of course I have nobody to say, good grief, Hal, control yourself. But yeah, it's uh, it's sad how we become our parents in many ways. Oh, 100%. And like, honestly, I fart so much. And my husband, Derek, talks about it constantly that I literally, I'm not even lying. I had a contract written up that he would not mention my farts in my obituary. Really? I'm like, you are forbidden. Because like, he always loves to talk about my birthday fart. When I turned 40, I was so excited. He calls it the machine gun. And he has like a name for it. He thinks it's super funny. Oh. Okay. It's All right. Okay. Let's move. But you're right. It does seem to happen when, at the worst times. I will say that mm-hmm. about uh, passing mm-hmm. gas. It's like, why would yeah. I now pass gas? You know, I'm exactly. on stage accepting some award. Like that's when it happens, right? A couple of anxiety other anxiety farts. It's yes. A thing. Yeah. A couple of other interesting numbers from this study. So nine months before you fart in front of a new partner. Both mm-hmm. both sexes also agree that you should wait. Listen to this. You wait longer to <laughs> fart, but in eight months, you can disclose your full financial situation, which is, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Wait nine months for a fart, but you can Great. tell them every dime you've got uh, in eight months. Um, let me wow. see this. Another one here. Just uh, eight months, uh, 10 months. Oh, 10 months to let your partner pop your pimples. Okay, listen. Yeah, you want you want to go lot. here? Yeah, I know. Oh, that's mm. disgusting. Yes, it is. I agree. I one can't. one year. We're gonna move right along because I don't want to hear what you have to say about popping pimples. <laughs> one year and seven months. Uh, women women say so. Men say ten months. Sorry, I'm all over the place here. Men say ten okay. months for popping pimples. Women say no. It's a year and seven months if they'll even do it at all. <laughs> Uh, men also would wait 13 months before using the bathroom with the door open, while women would wait 14 months. And women say they'd cry in front of their partner after five months. Men say they wait 11 months. So there, that's all the info from that study. Any final thoughts, Fiona? Uh, listen, as my Nana always says, more room out than in. Let that fart fly. <laughs> okay, good. We're back on the fart. I love that. That's a perfect way to end that. Uh, so another uh, relationship story here that I thought was interesting, and I'll get—I yeah. I think I know your answer because you've got, mm-hmm. of course, Ruby and Louie, two beautiful dogs. They just had mm-hmm. their birthday, and uh, yeah. another study says half of women would rather spend Friday night with their dog than their partner. <laughs> Every single Friday of my life, I would prefer that. You would pick I'm the not dog. Even yeah. Every single. Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. Listen, I love those two turds. I, know I you love do. them, yeah. you know? And um, I get a lot of heat when people ask me. They're like, oh, you and Derek live in two different provinces. Mm. They're like, you must miss him like crazy. And I'm like, I don't. I miss the dogs. <laughs> I don't miss him. Yes. Like that dude texts me 40 times a day. I don't have time to miss him. But the dogs, oh, I, I love know. them. Yeah, I love poor them. Hershey. I'll, ever, just, you, I'll just give you sorry, an update I'll, on, I'll just give you a quick update on Hershey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Hershey is a wiener dog. She's been having back problems, and yeah. she has just not been herself. And it's hard, it's breaking mm-hmm. our hearts at home watching yeah. her kind of struggle. Yeah. So we're hoping that we can get her back on track. But, yeah, I, I yeah. they become a part of the family. They are. Like, we love those two little monkeys so much. Mm. But I have to ask you how. Yes. Do you ever, like, get jealous of, like, 
Jackie and Hershey's relationship. You're like, hey, I'm over here. Because I know Derek gets super choked. Because, like, yeah. Louie is like a blocker. She does not allow him to get near me. Ah, and jealousy. I know he doesn't like it. Mm. Yeah. I will tell you, uh, with Hershey not feeling well lately, for example, I'll say to Jackie, mm. Hey, uh, babe, could you scratch my back? I got a really itchy spot on my back. And she'll roll her <laughs> eyes and she'll stomp across the room like, okay, I guess we're married. I have to. But then I look over last night and she's down on Hershey's bed and she's rubbing Hershey. Oh, Hershey, are you okay? I'm thinking Hershey doesn't even ask for it. I got to ask for it. And then I get grief about it. You know, it's crazy. That's right. Yeah. Deal with it, Hal. Deal hey, with it. Do you believe in ghosts? Here's my next story for you. Do you believe okay, in ghosts? Yeah. A hundred percent. I thought Absolutely. so. Absolutely. Aliens, ghosts. Um, Sasquatch. Any of that stuff. Oh, don't even get me started on the quatch because I'm a full <laughs> believer. Yeti, a hundred percent. Yeah. Water Those monsters. Really... Water monsters, Loch Ness monster, <sighs> Manipogo here in Manitoba. What do you think? Yes, I no? Feel, I, I like a hundred percent. Like I think back in the day. For sure. Like, there, it's undeniable, right? Because, like, especially like Manitoba, it was, like, covered in water, and there was all sorts of weird, like, sea do- dinosaurs, right? Mm. So I totally think. But I think, like, it's long dead, but I think the the myth is real. Mm. To- what do you think? Um, you think? I, I, I have a pretty open mind about all that kind of stuff, yeah. I don't know for sure, but I, I would not surprise me, you know. But, well, I guess, you know. You had- Oh ghosts! Oh ghosts! Oh, absolutely! You know, you know the story I know. about about my haunted house and how crazy and ex- I, I, sometime I'll pull up all the audio because we we had talked to psychics at the time and we yes. had a ghostbuster in the house, the whole deal. I'll pull all that out sometime and we'll have a big conversation about it. But I want the reason I asked you about ghosts is because Jenny McCarthy. Oh, has uh, uh-huh. uh, they they call them those <laughs> Nest security cameras, and she has oh, one yeah. in her living room. And you can go online yeah. and see this. And I sent the video to Fiona. I don't know if you watched it, Fiona, but I'm gonna play the not. I'm gonna play the audio <laughs> from the video here in a second. So okay. she's in her living room. Okay. She walks over to the mirror. She's like checking her hair in the mirror. She walks out of the room. Nobody in the room. And all of a sudden, the piano starts playing. She comes back into the room. She starts hollering for Donnie Wahlberg, right? My second favorite uh, new kid on the block. And she goes, uh, Donnie, Donnie, somebody just played. Anyhow, I'll play the audio from the video. It's freaky. You can see it online. Jenny McCarthy apparently has a ghost. Take a listen. That's pretty creepy. If you watch the video, that is super, super creepy. That's no, I absolutely believe that's real. I I don't even I don't think it's fake. I think it's real because that stuff happens all the time. Yes. Like that happened to me when I moved into my house on Borbank and I was like painting this room and the previous owner, uh, her her husband had passed away in the room that I was painting. Oh, I was painting the room, do do do, no big deal. And I heard this voice plain as day. I was the only person in the room, in the house, in fact. And and I heard this voice say, I like that color. I'm okay with it. Oh, boy. And then I, tr- I turned around and I'm like, Derek, Derek, no one no was there. No one there. 
Well, you know, they no say that ghosts and spirits and stuff are more active when you're making changes, right? When you're doing mm-hmm. renovations or you were painting, right? So they're mm-hmm. letting you know, I like that color. Now, thankfully, the ghost liked it. What, what would have happened if they didn't like the color, right? Oh, then what happens? Oh, my gosh. I know. Oh, yes. gosh. Red rum. Red rum. <laughs> I'll just end the conversation <laughs> on ghosts with this because we got to take a quick break. We're going to okay. come back with more uh, of uh, Friday Fun Day with Fiona. Fiona Odlum is here with us. Um, we had so much crazy stuff in our house that we brought <laughs> in uh, uh, somebody to cleanse the house, a psychic to cleanse mm-hmm. the house. And mm-hmm. so basically you go away, they go in your house, and you come back in like half an hour, 45 minutes. I know it sounds like, you know, maybe they rob you while you're gone, but no, not the right. case. When we came back, she's white like a ghost herself, and she said to us, right. I quote, your basement is a crazy metaphysical meeting place. No. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But were you also saying that one of them was like, there was like a portal in your bedroom and the ghosts were yes. walking across another, your back? Another, remember how bad my back was back yes. then? Uh, yes. A psychic came in and said, well, here's your problem. Uh, you're sleeping right on the vortex. And I said, what do you mean? That <gasps> where your, your side of the bed, where you're sleeping is the vortex that uh, they go in and out of and come back and go back and forth. And Navi the intern is losing in here because she thinks I'm nuts. <laughs> That's all right, I just Navi. Wonder, I am nuts. I just That's wonder, okay. I wonder if the my pillow would fix that. <laughs> yes, of course it would. My pillow will fix anything. It will fix anything. Yes, Fiona. Having some fun, having some fun here with uh, Fiona. Uh, just let you know what today is, Fiona. Today is okay. International Cake Day, Moon Day, Ice Cream Soda Day, Lollipop Day, Space Exploration Day, Ugly Truck Day, and World Jump Day. Oh wow! Do you yeah. like an ice cream soda? Do you do? Do you ever do that? Go old school. I haven't for years. I used to do it with uh, A and W root beer all the time. Okay, so I i mean, that's just classic, right? Yeah. But um, I have found this uh, drink. It's root beer made um, with moonshine. Oh, boy. Really? It's so delicious. <laughs> you careful? You almost. <laughs> I know. You it almost, almost came said out the there. word. Yikes. I know. Wow. It's Friday. <laughs> yes. I listen. Oh, she's, into the, <laughs> she's into the Arbor Mist already. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, speaking of uh, drinks and stuff, I see that yeah. uh, there's another study, yet another study. Mm, People who okay. drink a cup of coffee, uh, coffee first thing in the morning eat less breakfast. Yeah, I think that's the case. For years, that's all I did is I had a coffee and then went on yeah. with my day and I, I might have something for lunch. I try to eat a fruit, like fruit or, or a granola bar or something with my coffee now in the morning. But what about you? Okay, so I was, I've was i never been a coffee drinker until very recently. Hmm. Like, I'm talking Saturday, um, because all these people at my gym were all talking about um, bulletproof coffee. Oh, Have yes. you ever had it? No, I've never had it. Okay, so it's made, it's coffee made with ghee, coconut oil, milk, and honey. Hmm. And the, the whole thing about it is that it's supposed to, like, fill you up and be like a slow release of the caffeine so you get a you don't get those spikes right and and then like you literally don't need to eat till into the afternoon well i don't like the taste of coffee like i like a coffee crisp mm. like the chocolate yeah. and this tastes like coffee crisp chocolate mm. bar and interesting 
It's really, really, really good. And where do you get it? You make it yourself or you buy it somewhere? Yeah, you can make it yourself. Like, I know, like, Bulletproof, air quotes, is a brand name. Uh. And it's, you know, but I know some other places. Like, I bet you if you went to, um, what, Parlor on Main there, mm -hmm. I bet you you could say, hey, can you make me a, a Bulletproof? I bet you they could come up with I'm going to try one. I'm going to try yeah. it, and I'll, I'll let you know. Oh, yeah, speaking yeah, of uh, reminding you of something, that's that you uh, reminded me of something. You were saying you just got a pair of Crocs. And you were, yeah, we, were la we were laughing about that. Did you see the latest thing? Oh, High heel Crocs. Okay. So I posted that on Facebook and I'm like, hey, would you do it? So Stefan Turgeson, you know Turgeson's in yes. Gimli? Yeah. Like the best. I know. Right? Great story. Yeah. So he chimes in. He's like, actually, Crocs had this a couple years ago, like a number of years ago. He's like, we've sold hundreds of those. Really? Yes. Wow. Huh. Yeah. So it's a thing. Who knew? Interesting. Right? So maybe it's just now getting traction again because people uh, yeah. are starting to talk about Crocs again, eh? Yeah. You know, you want to look like old school trashy but classy? <laughs> Do it. Crocs with, <laughs> yeah, no. Crocs with high heels. Sure. Yeah. Say that again. What is that? Crocs with high heels. It'll make you look what? Uh, trashy yet classy. There you go. Trashy but classy. <laughs> And uh, one more uh, interesting story here. I thought it was interesting, and no doubt uh, Fiona will take it and make it this all silly. But uh, anyhow, uh, they say that your earliest memory is probably fake. If you remember anything mm -hmm. before the age of three, they've done the research, and they say that your brain is merely piecing together bits of reality that you've learned as you grew up, according to this new research. Do you have any memories? I'm thinking three. I can't remember five, yeah. six, and seven. No, like literally the like the the clearest memory that I have was like week two of kindergarten when one of the girls at kindergarten ripped the buttons off of my dress and put them in egg cartons full of glue. Wow. Like that is like like it was traumatic. It's the first thing I remember. Like anything beyond that, I think people are fibbing. Like, I think they're just like, oh, mom said this story over and over and over. Mm. Or like, I saw a picture, so yeah, I know this happened. Yeah. Or maybe like this study says, they're just piecing it together and it's not a real memory. No, listen, that's <laughs> ridiculous. I can't tell you what I had for supper yesterday. Like these people, no, I call baloney. Okay, all right. Yeah, and, and can yeah. I just end our, our uh, Friday here together, Fiona, oh, with a text okay. message that I just got yeah. about our conversation about ghosts and haunted houses and all yeah, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the texter says, Hal, heard about your haunted house. My dad stops by every so often. He died seven years ago, and he rearranges my husband's toy tractor collection and starts his motorcycle up in the middle of the night. No, he does not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and P.S. I like your dad, the, the dad, that dad ghost. That's a fun dad ghost. Yes, I it is. That. Yeah, yeah, right. Obvious, like obviously, it. he does not like your husband. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, all right, Fiona, all. this has been fun as always. Have a great always. week, and we'll talk next Friday, okay? Yeah, I love you. Bye. Love you too. Fiona Odlum, Friday Fun Day with Fiona. Jeff Courier. Good afternoon, Jeff. How are you, Hal? I'm good. So your thoughts on the polling, it seems to be flipping back and forth. Why we, is that? We've seen some really dramatic bounces in polling in the last year where yeah. uh, where the Conservatives have had a, a significant lead in the polls. And, and now today, the latest Ipsos poll shows that the Liberals th th are back to pretty much where we were 
at the last federal election, which mm. is about 39%, then the Conservatives down around 32 And that's pretty much where we were uh, when Justin Trudeau was elected Prime Minister. So this has been a very dramatic swing. Yeah, and I know you don't get terribly excited about polling any time, but certainly <laughs> not two years out. Not two years out. Uh, let's remember that even a couple of months ahead of the last federal election that we were discussing in serious terms the possibility of Prime Minister Thomas Mulcair. So yeah, <laughs> let's right. Yeah, so just to give context, mm. uh, Justin Trudeau going into that last campaign was was really a, a third place guy, mm-hmm. but things changed very very markedly during that election campaign. So, yeah, two years out, but it is an interesting snapshot mm. of how we feel right now. And, and I think that the single biggest factor right now, Al, is that the Trudeau government, for whatever failings it has, for for the declining popularity of the prime minister personally. The federal government has handled our issues with the United States about as well as you could expect I agree. them to be handled. Yeah, that that we have responded in a measured way to the U.S. tariffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Christia Freeland, who is really the star of that federal cabinet, uh, because there are some people in that cabinet who have who have not performed well, mm-hmm. but Freeland has kind of carried the Canadian flag. Uh, she's been measured. She's been calm. Uh, she's been logical. She's been methodical. And I think that has a lot to do with it, that, that we've, we've handled this file about as well as we could. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, jump off on that. How do you think Jim Carr is going to do in trade? Well, Jim Carr is a very personable guy. And the complexities and the difficulties that we're facing now, where Donald Trump is even trying to suggest bilateral agreements rather than the, the NAFTA trilateral with Mexico and Canada, it's really going to put Jim Carr to the test. But this is a vote of confidence on the part of the Prime Minister, I think, to move him from natural resources to what is maybe our most sensitive file right now. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's this trade file. So he's going to have to remain calm, measured, personable. Uh, emotion's going to have to stay out of this thing because th- there are going to be some nasty moments. Back to the polling. You know, the Tories have done well in the polling despite Andrew Shear not being out there, really. Yeah, Andrew who? Yeah, right. He used to say Joe who. When yeah, Joe Clark Andrew was who. Andrew Scheer has been a non-factor on the Canadian political scene. Uh, even even uh, Singh has had a better profile nationally than mm-hmm. Andrew Scheer. And I don't know if this is a deliberate strategy on the part of the Conservatives or not, Right. but he was uh, absent during the pipeline conversations with Alberta and B.C., the tra- the uh, Trans Mountain Pipeline. Never heard a peep from him there. We haven't heard all, uh, we haven't heard anything from him on NAFTA and these contract negotiations. I, I don't. Andrew Shear, I think, is working a ground game in Quebec right now, mm. trying to drum up some support there because the Tories think that they can make some inroads in Quebec right. and maybe win a few seats there next time around. But sooner or later, he's got to tell Canadians who he is. Yeah. But we've seen that campaigns, traditional campaigns, often don't work anymore. So who knows what they've got up their sleeve, right? This may be the plan. Yeah, it's got to be a deliberate strategy on his part. But uh, it's, I don't think, uh, counting on, see, see, the last time uh, during the election, after nine years of government, people get fed up, right? It doesn't matter who the leader is. Right. And it was just, we don't want Stephen Harper anymore. Mm-hmm. Let's get somebody else in here. And so we've got yeah. this personal... And Trudeau was nice and shiny. Yeah, and, he's yeah. charismatic guy yeah. and all, yeah. all that stuff that, that everybody understands. Uh, I don't think the Conservatives can count on Canadians en masse saying we've had enough of Justin Trudeau yet. Mm. And, and to a point where they're prepared to 
roll the dice on an unknown like Andrew Shear. Mm-hmm. He's got to tell them something. He's got to give us some reason to just, he can't just not be Justin Trudeau. He still has to be Andrew Shear, and he's got to tell us who that is. And we haven't even talked about the NDP, so is that uh, an indication of how the party might do in the next election? I, quite possibly, yeah. And here's what's happened, is that the Liberal Party has co-opted a lot of NDP policies over the years, and the NDP's only option now is to shift even further to the left. Right. And that shrinks your voter base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, Canadians are typically center-right, center yeah. center-left. Mm. Uh, the further left you go, the less your chances are of forming official opposition. Jeff Courier, thank you, sir. Thanks, Al. Jeff Courier on CJOB. You can hear him right before this show. He is on from 10 to 1. And then, of course, I'm on right after the 1 o'clock news every weekday here on 680 CJOB. Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.